0: This is Healers Helping Healers. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. This is your master's workshop, and we are going to talk a little bit about sadness today. What we're going to do is I'm actually going to play a clip for you from Louis C.K. while he was being interviewed by Conan, and it just struck me very interesting, and I wanted to be able to share it because you know there are master's everywhere around us and it's really important that we recognize that they can come in all forms so thank you for joining me again if you'd like to join our facebook group it is facebook.com slash groups slash healers help underneath
1: everything in your life there's that thing that empty forever empty you know what i'm talking about That yes 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 yes, I, yes. Yes, just I know that, what you're that talking about. knowledge that it's all for nothing and you're alone. You know, it's down there. And sometimes when things clear away, you're not watching it. You're in your car and you start going, "Oh no, here it comes." That I'm alone. Like it starts to visit on you. You know, just the sadness. Yes, life is tremendously sad. Just by you know being in it. And so you're driving and then you go, uh, that's why we text and drive. I look around, pretty much 100% of people driving are texting. Yeah. Anyway, I started to get that sad feeling. And I was reaching for the phone and I said, you know what, don't. Just be sad. Just let the sad, stand in the way of it and let it hit you like a truck. And I let it come and bruise. And I just started to feel, oh my God. And I pulled over and I just cried like a bitch. I cried so much. and uh, and it was beautiful it was like this beautiful it's just this sadness is poetic you're you're lucky to live sad moments and then I had happy feelings because when you let yourself feel sad your body has like antibodies it has happiness that comes rushing in rushing in to meet the sadness so I was grateful to feel sad and then I met it with true profound happiness it was such a trip you know and the thing is because we don't want that first bit of sad, yeah. we push it away with, like, a little phone for the food, and you get, you get a little kind of... You never feel completely sad or completely happy.
0: Thank you for listening there. And, you know, it's so interesting. I have had times in my life where I have absolutely... Not wanted anyone to touch that sad feeling because if they did, I would burst into a billion pieces and all the king's horses and all the king's men would not be able to put Kira back together again. And I know that there have been times in your life where you've experienced that too. Not only that, but you have clients that are coming to you that are deathly afraid of you touching that spot that wound that they have been keeping protected for so long. So we get sometimes people who are coming into our lives as healers or as practitioners of any kind. I I say healers and know when I say healers, I mean everyone. I mean everyone in the alternative healing field. I also mean some of the more uh, spiritually advanced Western medicine practitioners because There are a lot of people out there who are sensitive and intuitive and do have that ability to connect the two, and I love them for that. I love them anyway, and I love Western medicine, you know, too. I'm specifically talking to the healers that are in the alternative healing field. However, some of you Western medicine folks are going to get these people too, and when you do, know that you're dealing with someone who has things that they don't want to touch. And you wonder why your patients aren't healing. And one of the reasons is exactly what Louis C.K. is talking about. It's that we are so afraid to actually touch the thing that is the root of our entire problem. And that's what we want to get to. We want to get to the real root of the problem. And the real root of the problem is is whatever is our deepest wound. (laughs) And isn't it funny that we have such a hard time with this? Because if people knew the level of freedom that they would experience, if they would just embrace their emotions, if they would just embrace their feelings, if they would just embrace their experience, there, I don't even know if we would call it a shadow side or not, um, but it's definitely not the part that is uh, making us feel happy and joyful and free. <laughs> However, it is something that could be standing in the way of those good feelings. So as you're coming into contact with people in your practice, you might notice that they run around, a particular issue that you start to touch on because they really don't want to go there. So they start to distract and they're being clever. So they're wanting to cleverly distract you from the wound that they're trying to cover up and hide. And listen, I am not telling you this because I don't do it. I'm telling you this because I do it and I recognize when I do it. And my coaches will even tell you, Um, because I have to have my coaches. If I don't have my coaches, I can't do anything for anyone ever. So I have to have the people that I go to. (laughs) But it's funny to be in session and have such awareness that I know when I'm avoiding the question. And I know that they know that I'm avoiding the question. And if you've got a really, really phenomenal coach like I do and Susan Defoe and John L. Levesque, uh, and Sulema, I, if, you, if you have a good coach like I do, I have a team. I have to have a team, right? Um, they will pin you down, and they will make you see yourself. And coaches that do an okay job maybe don't employ that tactic. People who do a phenomenal job employ that tactic, And they do it in the most loving and profound and kind and nurturing way. It's not in your face, you know, hold you down and make you take your medicine. It's not that. But it is gently guiding you back to, hey, what were you getting ready to avoid there? What was happening there? Tell me what you're feeling right now. And interrupting interrupting the craziness that goes on, and it's okay to interrupt. It's okay to interrupt your client when they're going on a tangent, because if you don't, then you allow them to take over the session, and by the end of it, you're going to feel drained. So, people avoid their sadness, and they'll do it, like Louis C.K. said, we'll avoid it with distractions like... You know, alcohol or, you know, food or a phone or whatever. And so that is just a very natural thing that's happening. People are distracting themselves with those types of devices because they know that if they touch that thing, they'll never come back from it. But that's the biggest lie the ego ever told is that if you feel pain, that something bad is happening. And it's just not true. If you feel pain, it means that something potentially is getting ready to be released and opened up and relieved so that you can feel more happiness than you have ever experienced before. And that's what he was saying at the end there. I'm never fully sad, but I'm also never fully happy. When we get into this trap, and it really is a trap, of not feeling good, then what, what happens is that we begin to create belief structures around happiness. So what does it sound like? It sounds like, well, nobody's ever really happy. Well, you know, I mean, I guess you know if, uh, I mean, I, but I mean, nobody ever does exactly what they want to be doing for a living. I mean, you have to work hard at making money. I mean, it just doesn't grow on trees. Well, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, do we ever really know? Do we ever really know what's going on? Do we ever really know what makes us happy? And they convince themselves that. Those are all true statements. All of those statements are bogus, by the way. You know, so it's hard as a healer or practitioner to, I think it's hard. Maybe it's not hard for everybody. There's some people out there that have got this nailed down, and it's awesome. Uh, For me, as a very empathetic uh, healer practitioner, and sometimes who has some issues with self-confidence and self-worth, etc., to be able to say, um, you know, I can hear you going down this road, but you go down this road every single week, and I'm not going to go down this road with you, we, we've got to look at it in a different way, or it's time for you to look at it different, or are you ready to look at it, or are you willing to look at it in a different way, or is it possible that there is something different there? Is it possible that there are people in the world that are happy? Is it possible that money grows on trees somewhere? Uh, Is it possible that there are good things happening to good people all the time? And so opening up some of these ideas for your clients is very, very powerful. The thing is, is that you probably already know this. And I might be talking on here and it's being very redundant for you. And it's like, yeah, 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 Kira, I get it, I get it. We're supposed to um, let our clients, uh, help our clients to come to the truth. Yes, that's right. You're absolutely right. And it's also good to not be afraid of letting your clients cry. They need to cry. They need to cry, they need to release, they need to let go I always, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer in here somewhere that says, you know, nothing is a substitute for medical attention and so on. The thing is, is that when your clients release, it's probably the first time that they've allowed themselves to release in a really long time. They don't. People don't tend to let themselves experience because if they do, if they do fully experience, they might feel like they're going to fall apart. There's so much to this, and there's so much that we think that we've already come through, but yet it rears its ugly head from time to time. I have heard more of my clients say, I thought I worked through that. I thought I got through that. I thought I was done with that. But here's the test. Here's the test. To find out if somebody has really worked through something. Is all you have to do, all you have to do is say, so tell me about your mother. Or tell me about your father. Or tell me about high school. What's that? Tell me about your in-laws. Tell me about your husband or your wife. And the reason why I say that is not because there's anything wrong with anybody's People around them, but if they have a problem with somebody around them, then it means that they are not completely healed. Now, if they don't have a problem with anyone, then I become highly suspect, you know, because we want to be on the leading edge of growth here. We don't want to, then they would be coming to you for no reason. (laughs) There would be no reason why anybody would be coming to you. But if they have unhealed places in themselves They're going to show up in the people around them. It just will. You know, there's no escaping it. And so it's okay that they show up. It's so perfect that people show up for us. And it might not be a family member or friend. It could be the Cox Cable guy, you know, who is totally ruining your life. And I can completely dig on that because... They have a way. They have a way Uh, of, uh, I mean, I think that Cox Cable Company is uh, being used by God to create a transformation in the world where we are not seeing that we are inherently angry. I'm serious, and you could follow that if you if you're a healer. I think you could probably follow that. Hopefully, my logic is not all over the board. But if we were to if we're buying into uh, the world around us helps us to see ourselves, and the cable bill comes and it's completely wrong, or uh, they've charged you for things, and then you call them up and they're like, "Yeah, but I we're not giving you your money back or whatever," because they're famous for that. Um, or a variety of other issues that you can have with them. Um, <laughs> I am calling them out. I'm calling them out not because there's not amazing people that work there. I know a lot of people that works for They are amazing, amazing, amazing people. The structure that they have there is really screwy. Anyway, off my soapbox. But I can tell if I am in alignment or out of alignment if I am thinking about them. You know, if I'm thinking about that company, or if uh, something is coming up for me, I can know right then what I'm really doing, what what is really happening in me. And you know what? It's not the the cable company. It's not the cable company that's doing it. It's not the mother that's doing it. It's not the father that's doing it. It's not the friend that's doing it. It's not anybody out there. It's in us. My coach, John L., says, if you spot it, you got it. So if I am seeing somebody out there doing something that I don't like, either to me or to someone else, that means I'm noticing it, I'm getting bent out of shape about it, and I am pulling in a ton of energy over it, then that means that it's in me somewhere whether it 's in me that I have judgment or that I see somebody being cruel to another person where have I been cruel to a person? where has somebody being cruel to me and I have judgment over that cruelty what have what where am I responsible? what am I doing where am I where am I at where is my thinking and Whenever you have a problem like that, and this is coming up because you know I have clients who have problems like the world, because it's there, <laughs> and it's there for us to learn from, um, that if we, if we have those things, it's good to take a breath, to take a beat, to take a step back, to breathe, to recognize that the person on the other end of the phone, wherever they may be in the world is doing the best job that they can do. And there are things that they don't understand, and there's communication that they have not gotten, and there is policies in place that that they don't have any control over. And even though, yes, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, it's okay for you to take a step back and recognize there's nothing more powerful than God allow God to come in and work a miracle through that situation. And I remember being on the telephone with a cable company, and I was like, one person sent me to another person, and that person was going to send me somewhere else. And I remember being a jerk, a little bit of a jerk. I was like, oh, okay, so you're going to send me somewhere else so that person can send me somewhere else? And she backed up really fast, and she was like, ma'am, I'm sorry, I don't want, I don't, I want you to get what you need, and, you know, thank you for your patience. I will do my best to figure it out, and uh, you'll just have to hold on the line for me. And I said, that is no problem. Thank you. But I remember saying a prayer before I even got on the phone of, please put me with the right person. Put me with the right person. Help me do what needs to be done, because I know that you want me to get information out in the world, dear God. So, uh, so, you know, the first person wasn't the right person. The second person was the right person. But I think that we get so caught up in, it's going to take too much time. I've got to send them somewhere else or whatever. But if I was relaxed, then she could be relaxed. And so we relaxed into it together and we created, um, a positive experience with one another. And, uh, and I've gave her a raving review and all that kind of stuff. So it's something to take into consideration while you're moving through this experience called life and love and learning and teaching. And when we feel the sadness, it never is that bad again, really. You know, if we let ourselves fully experience those feelings, fully experience and embrace those feelings it's never as bad as that ever again now people can die and then we have experiences along those lines which feel terrible we have people who you know or financial situations and those can be bad or those can be good or what and and but this is the thing if you are consistently working on the emotions or sensations, I like sensations more than emotions because it really is a sensation, isn't it? Anger is a sensation. It, it pours through the body. I know it goes from my heart up to my throat to my cheeks, and it's just like all over me, you know, if I'm, if I'm not careful. So, you know, or sadness. It's a sensation, it's a sense that we sense it. We get a sense of it in our body. And when we sense those things, we want to label them. We want to mark them down. We want to make a note. We want to put it on a calendar. We want to keep it in our consciousness. So we want to light it up. We want to build it up. We want to make it bigger than what it is. We, we, because we're bringing so much attention and so much focus to it, that these sensations seem to become overwhelming. And they are, to a certain degree, but only as long as we're trying to hold them back. So what he was saying is just let them be. Let it be. Don't distract. Don't push it aside. Don't push it down. Feel those feelings. Let yourself fully engage in the sensation. Allow yourself to be overtaken by it. This is something, this is a psychology uh, tool that psychologists give to their clients, which is if you feel anxiety, let yourself feel the anxiety. If you feel sadness, just let your body feel the sadness. Let yourself feel the sadness. Why do they say that? They say it because they, you cannot let yourself stuff it down. So as you're working with your clients and you're seeing them transform and go through their emotions and go through their feelings and go through their experiences, dear God, just let them do it. If you're freaked out, well, you're freaked out. I get that. If you don't feel safe, I get that. You 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 can make sure that you put in your guidelines. It's not a substitute for medical care. But the thing is is that they're choosing to have this experience with you. And you as healers and alternative practitioners, you probably already know this. You probably already know this. Let them fully express because they've never gotten a chance to do it. Hold their hand if it feels right for you to do so. I hold people, I will hold them like a baby. If I have to hold them like a baby, I'll do it. I will put if they're if they're being hypnotized, I'll put a hand underneath their neck and I'll run underneath their lower back just so they can feel, it feels like being cradled. It feels like being held because we've never been allowed to experience our emotions since we were a baby. And when we were babies, for the love of God, hopefully most of you got to experience, being held when you were crying, okay? But most of us can say that that's probably true. When we were children, we were held while we were crying. And where did mom put her hands? Probably one under our butt or lower back, and then one at our, at our neck and our head, and held us close to her chest, right? Or dad, or an adoptive parent, or a grandparent, or an aunt or uncle, or a sibling. But somewhere you were held. And when your client is coming to you, finally allowing themselves to open up and to express and to explore, that is when they need to anchor in that loving and powerful experience. I know you know this. And I, and I don't ever want to tell you something you already know and how to do what you already know. At the same time... There's something in me, and maybe it's just one person out there listening that needs to hear this. I don't know. But whoever you are, just know that you are doing it all right. Everything is okay. You are learning to trust your own abilities and strengths. And even if you're very, very introverted like I am, It can feel a little bit uncomfortable when you know that you're the only person there and they need you. It can feel a little uncomfortable because you know that that burden of responsibility is on you. But here's the deal, God would not have brought that client to you if he wasn't certain that you were the right person for them. And you may not be a healing practitioner. You could be a friend. You could be a family member. You could be just somebody standing beside another person at the train station and they start crying. You know, it doesn't matter. You are here. And you're in that situation. And you're there to be loving. And if you're having a hard time with fully engaging in your own emotions... Just know that you are now given complete and total 100% permission to fully express that sadness so that you can allow those happy antibodies in. So that you can allow that happiness to shine through. So that you can allow yourself to never be in that position ever again. Once we transmute something, once we change and shift something, it doesn't come back. It just doesn't. Now new things can come up, sure, but that old thing, mm-mm, it doesn't come back. You have transformed it. And since you have transformed it, you've created for yourself an opportunity. To feel more peace and more happiness and more love than ever before. So when you are talking about this with your clients, because I recommend that you do. Sometimes I think, we think, (laughs) as healers, that people can be more aware than they are. And... We forget sometimes those simple things, like let yourself cry. It's okay. There's nothing wrong. Just because something feels bad doesn't mean something bad is happening or doesn't mean that something good isn't happening. Something good is always happening. It's always happening, Angel. So as you are coming into connection, with your brilliance, with your abilities. Remember that you are going to attract some people that are absolutely right for you to work with and they haven't yet realized this one small thing. That's actually incredibly huge. I am so grateful that I get to spend this time with you. Uh, This is the Masters Workshop and the Masters are everywhere. You are a Master. I'm a master, my dog's a master, everybody's a master, we're we're just, Louis C.K. is a master, I don't think he would ever say that about himself, but there are masters everywhere, and as we learn to take in those pieces of wisdom from random strangers on a train to uh, the cable guy that comes in and fixes your cable, and he does it in such a way that feels so loving and so profound, or the way that, you know, your, your husband or wife just comes home and, and just loves on you. They're masters. So you can't do it wrong. You don't get it all done. Just like Abraham says, we're learning through our contrast. We're learning through our, our ability to see that there are things we don't want And we are dedicated to moving in the direction of discovering what we do want. Thank you so much. I have so much fun with you. I feel totally inspired in alignment whenever I do this work with you. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you have a fantastic day. This is Healers Helping Healers. Thanks for listening.